Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Red Beard Podcast. Some stuff on the docket for today. We're going to be talking about Tide Pods. What's the deal with Tide Pods? Why are people eating them? Is there something, a reason behind why people are eating freaking Tide Pods? It's ridiculous. We're going to talk about it. Also, uh, the trailer for Replica starring Keanu Reeves uh, just dropped. Uh, so we're going to talk about the trailer, what we think. Um, if we are ready to see Keanu Reeves in another awesome movie, uh, I am. Also, Greatest American Hero has a reboot coming on ABC cast as Hannah Simone as the lead. Also, Michael Fassbender is going to be starring in the Kung Fury full-length movie. And last but not least, unfortunately, I've been reading a lot about the 2018 film The Predator, which is uh, set to come out in August, and what that movie looks like and what it's about. And uh, all I'll say as of now is that when I found out what was going on with this film. I wanted to slit my wrist with a spoon, but um, yeah, we'll get to it and uh, stick around. All this and more on the The Red Beard Podcast. Yes. podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes yo what's going on everybody jim kelly what's going on my friend not a whole lot how about yourself i'm doing good man you sound like a wicked professional in that response we were just replaying our voices and how we sound on the podcast i really didn't realize how nasally i sound it's just the thing man you know you got good uh you got good projection i guess in your nasal cavity (laughs) So, I don't know. <laughs> no one ever gets beat up by a guy with this voice. <laughs> People say you sound like Artie Lang. I don't know, man. So, Ren, what's going on? <laughs> Hello to you. Hello to you, too. Hello to you. I'm wearing a beanie today. I'm feeling very butch. I didn't know that you were a Boston Bruins fan. Hell yeah, I am. Hell yeah. I got right. the hips. I like to check boys into the walls and shit. <laughs> Love hockey. They have the fucked up noses and the longer hair. I'm into the longer hair. All right. All right. Cool. I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Cooley, how you doing? Yo, I'm great. Yeah, man, chilling. Great. Yeah, how was your day, man? <laughs> oh my god. Yo, <laughs> yo. Ain't nobody, nobody want to hear about my fucked up day, man. I want to hear let, about let's, it. Let's be real. How's let's the- let's be real right now. Let's let's talk about how nobody wants to hear how I had to get fucking Botox injected in the back of my head. Then go to Walgreens and pick up lidocaine, which is a fucking an- anesthesia. Yeah. Uh, shit. Anesthetic that they use at the dentist. Yeah. Right. To numb up your jaw. You know that shit that makes your face feel like it just isn't there for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I had to pick that shit up uh, yeah. because I because now I have to lay on my bed, hang my head upside down, let it like hang in like an L shape, drip that fucking shit down my nose tilt my head so that it hits the left side of my brain so that it numbs the trigeminal and occipital nerve on the left side of my head and numbs that shit so that it doesn't feel like it's there and give me a fucking headache. Yeah, because you get cluster headaches apparently. Yes, Yes, which feels like I'm passing a kidney stone through my fucking face. And you told me today an interesting fact. How many, what percent of the population has this? (laughs) Yo, this shit pissed me the fuck off. (laughs) One. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's like the one, most painful thing on earth, apparently. Yo, one fucking percent of the population on the planet, not just the population of Rhode Island, one percent of the population on the planet has cluster headaches. Yeah, I don't And, I don't and I'm one of it. them. No, no, definitely. Yeah, that sucks, man. I hear you. Yeah. Next week will be better. Oh, I'm also getting an oxygen tank. Yep. Jim, like legit, I saw, like one of those things that fucking people with C diff carry around. Oh my god, Jim! Yeah, can you Holy please shit. just tell me what went through your head? Because I saw it all in your face, man. No, I legit felt bad about saying next week will be better because it's not gonna be. <laughs> oh my so, god. <laughs> <laughs> You, I'm not as so soon good. as you said oxygen tank, you went, oh, and then all of a sudden you started laughing. So, <laughs> so you need air. So what does it feel like like today? Does it feel like you're breathing in like a jet blue convertible airplane? <laughs> oh my god. No, like today I'm good because of the uh the giant egg that's sitting in the back of my head. Um which I can show you guys later. Uh but yeah, there's like a lump in my head that is full of like this stuff that kind of blocks the nerve. Um, so I don't feel anything right now over there. It's great. But when that goes away, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I don't know if the cycle is going to be over or I mean, the cycle usually is like two headaches a day, like one in the morning, one at night. Um, but lately I've been getting four or five of these bitches like every fucking day. Jesus, man. So it's well, just been like, it's been brutal. I'm, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. I feel bad because I literally never get headaches. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like the movie Unbreakable. It's like I'm Bruce Willis and you're Mr. Glass. That there's like an opposite mm-hmm. to my perfection. Yo, here, here's something I can tell you. Like <laughs> the Tony worst. knows about this because like I, I have to excuse myself from time to time to actually inject like this like stuff into my leg that yeah you have to like go into the room and like take out your med kit like the predator and fucking yeah. stab yourself yeah like which tony, we'll get to that by the way tony knows about that um but i i think i feel pretty proud of myself that not everybody knows about this shit because i don't talk about it 20 they will now it's been over 20 years that i've been dealing with this shit on a on a near daily basis and I am going to say I am pretty proud that I haven't like been like all over that shit. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, man, I, dude, I hope you feel better, man. Cause that, that sucks. Um, but let's, let's uh, get into this, man. This is something else that is plaguing the country or has been for the past couple weeks, month, whatever. Over 1% um, of the country. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely, man, Tide Pods. People are eating Tide Pods. Yo. This is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard Excuse of. Excuse me, but this yeah. just dawned on me because of what Jim said. More people are eating Tide Pods than have fucking cluster headaches. Yeah, dude. It's crazy, man. It's crazy that people are actually eating detergent and thinking there are going to be no consequences so um but listen man (laughs) i want to really get into this this i found this very interesting right so like why why are people actually eating tide pods do you guys have any idea like there's actually like there's some some research behind why this is a thing is it because they look yummy that's part of it uh they're colorful they're attractive but also when you pick them up they're actually soft and it sounds ridiculous. It really does, man. But I was reading an article about this and, and scientists and like, we're doing a lot of studies 
And they were saying that back in the day, like caveman era, is that you would actually pick up like a fruit because it was bright colors and you would hold it in like plums or oranges or things like that. They were actually soft. So over time, you would actually be drawn to those and know that they were okay to eat. So over time, like evolution, like that's how our brains have been developed to be attracted to bright colors and things like that. So the fact that they're soft and bright, people are like, hmm, like have this instinct, like maybe they want to know what it actually tastes like, right? And some of these people are actually giving into that that urge and actually being like, you know what, I'm going to try it. And obviously you don't eat detergent because it's a poison, right? But you know, and it became this joke, right? Where, oh, Tide Pods, like hashtag Tide Pods, like eat a Tide Pod and like everybody was actually doing it. And I think because of that, people are just jumping on the bandwagon. It's good to, to be know. a part of this whole thing. And I just think it's ridiculous. But if you look at the science of it, it's pretty interesting actually. Yo. And you said you knew something about this or what this was leading up to. Yes. Was I on point or do you want to add something to that? Yeah, you're pretty close. Okay. Um, so Tide Pods came out in 2012. Yeah. Uh, and like three years later is when The Onion posted an article about like a fake, yeah. you know, a fake article about the kid trying to eat Tide Pods. And there'd been a bunch of memes in circulation where it was like the forbidden candy. And it's like the little bath beads that are the gel ones on the back of like women's toilets and Tide Pods. And it's like all poisons that look like they're candy and you shouldn't eat. But like. People want to eat because they look yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were all these memes going around. And this year, there were like college humor videos, or last year, there were college humor videos that came out. And kids were like, oh my God, Tide Pod Challenge. And it's something like readily available. If your mom buys Tide, there's going to be a free Tide Pod on it. Like there's two Tide Pods in my laundry room now. And yeah. Yeah, it's just like the psychology of the brain going like, oh, it's a giant gusher. Stick it in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, it says right here, it says in a study published in the Journal of Consumer Psychology, experts argued that because of evolutionary psychology, humans are inherently drawn to glossy items, which stem stems from the desire for water as a resource. Resource. Um, so they dismissed the hypothesis that the reason we prefer glossy things is simply because they're pretty and ruled out an explanation that we are simply socialized into preferring glossy items. So the sleek and shiny seals of the Tide Pods make us instinctively attracted to them. And it's hard to argue with that, really. I mean, it's it's very true, but there's a psychology behind it, which makes this whole thing interesting to me the other thing about this whole tide pod thing that interests me is that it's been such a weird thing in the news and been so all over social media and causing such a fuss that there is a law that is trying to be passed which they want to actually get tied to make the tide pods look less appetizing that's actually the law they want to pass. Hmm. So they're trying to get these things to look less colorful and bright so that people actually aren't. <laughs> Yo, aren't. Do, you, do you like Brussels sprouts? <laughs> yeah, I do. I fucking hate Brussels sprouts. I didn't like them, but it depends how they're made, actually. But Brussels sprouts are appetizing to you. If you look at them, you look at them and you say, I'd, I'd fuck up some Brussels sprouts, right? Yeah, but they like, taste like shit. I, I can't stand them, right? Mm-hmm. So... They changed the look of Tide Pods. Who's to say that there's not going to be a group of people that find those fucking things appetizing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the other people that liked them before stopped liking them. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, the whole Tide Pod thing is ridiculous. Um, but I mean... They need to be made with... Like, they need to put, like, fucking spikes in them. 
Yeah. This yeah. is like this is like when antifreeze used to taste good to I children. I was gonna. I was thinking the same thing the other day. And then they just changed the taste of antifreeze, so kids would go yuck, and then you take them to the hospital and pump their stomach, mm-hmm. and everything is fine. But I kind of feel like. Tide Pods can't be delicious. Like, no one's biting into a Tide Pod and being like, mmm, sour apple. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, well, nobody... No, they used to sell antifreeze in, like, a Kool-Aid jug. Like, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, it used to be in a fucking, like, like a like a Sunny Delight jug. And it was, like, bright green. And it, so it looked like lime green, like, well, like juice. Animals would actually die from that. Like, uh, like, cats and shit would actually, like, lick up antifreeze because it was sweet. And mm-hmm. it was like a poison and the, you know, that's your cat dies. But I mean, it's in animals with dogs, anything they would find like, like one of the uh, ways that they actually would say, Oh, if you're trying to kill like a raccoon or like possums, like leave a little bowl of antifreeze out, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they'll come over and it's, it's got like a sweet kind of smell taste to it and they would drink it and die. I mean, it's an awful way for an animal to go, but people would use that as a way to kind of get rid yeah, of... Yeah, would they, like, melt their insides and shit? Yeah, something like that. It's fucking awful, man. It's it's the worst yeah. thing to do to a... It's like giving friggin' Alka-Seltzer to a seagull, man. It's gross. Um, but anyway, um, I mean, that's that's all I really want to talk about. Uh, that's that's the... <laughs> I don't want to talk about Tide Pods anymore, um, but that was something that I just had to get out there and get your... Uh, hear your opinions on so word with that being said um ren i'm gonna jump over to you because uh replicas uh the trailer for the movie uh premiered or was just dropped and uh starring your man crush keanu reeves my boy yeah so um how do you feel about this movie like i thought the trailer was cool but i want to hear your thoughts so it does look super cool it's just like oh is he a scientist? I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. He's got a, an adorable family. And then they're like, oh, he's a sick turn. His family died. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right. So they're cloning the family. Mm-hmm. But then they show the robots and the robots are really sentient. And I'm like, are they human clones or are they skinned robots? That's the one thing that I didn't understand either. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like working on the robot. But then at the same time, he says... Like that that kid from Silicon Valley that's yeah, in all Thomas the Verizon, commercial, <laughs> Verizon commercials now that it has become more and more annoying to me. He, <laughs> I loved him in Silicon Valley, but now every time I see a Verizon commercial, I want to like scream. But um, no, I mean he um, he even says he goes, you know, this is why they banned uh, cloning for right. reasons like this. So yeah, is it like a human clone or is it a robot with like a synthetic skin on it? It's it's really interesting, and they it's kind of matrix. Matrix-esque because they pull them out of this like pod and they're all got this goo all over them. I'm like, okay, what's the deal? It's kind of Westworld-ish too to me. It's pretty Westworld-ish. I'm super curious as to what's actually going on in the film. Is he banging a robot wife? Does he have robot children? Probably. And it seems like he's trying to cover up his entire scheme by cloning other people and just killing off the people who are on his lead is what I think it seems like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, it's definitely interesting where she walks into the room in the trailer and she goes, tell me everything. And he's yeah. like, "You were there was a crash. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Well, it's the wife walks in on him experimenting on his own child and she's like, what the fuck is going on, dog? Yeah, I think he's, at that point, he was trying to actually 
take like the mind of the person mm -hmm. and move them over to this new body with, where they actually have no idea that anything had ever happened. It's just like life continues. Right. You know, it's like you finding out that like you died two years ago and you're in this weird body. Like it's interesting as hell, but Keanu Reeves is just a G as usual. <laughs> so he's looking real good. Dude, he's just the baller. Did you did you guys see this trailer? Yeah, I did. And what I took from the trailer is it kind of looks like they're not cloning bodies. They're cloning the human brain mm. and like putting them in iRobots. Yeah. Okay. Which then brings me to the point where a lot of this movie kind of reminds me of iRobot. iRobot, yeah. Mm -hmm. With Will Smith. And I think maybe that's mostly just because of the way the robot looks. Mm -hmm. But then you see the robot like become sentient and start bitch slapping people all over the place. <laughs> and it makes me and it makes me wonder, is this going to be that traditional movie where the family realizes that they're robots? And then because of that, they realize they're not human. They're something else. So they want to break free of Keanu. And then the company hunts them down and they decide that they're going to start murdering humans. And to me, that seems, and obviously this is all wild speculation based right. on a two minute trailer. But to me, that seems a little played out. Mm -hmm. I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Love that guy. That guy is cool for show, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even think that means anything anymore. <laughs> I want them. I want them to malfunction. I just want them to malfunction and go on a murder spree. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I think I think just like good the morning, kids, honey. Just would you like syrup on your pancakes? <laughs> don't As she's holding a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's just pouring blood on the pancakes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I just say though, man? Like, so anytime I see a trailer with Keanu Reeves, I think I kind of screwed myself, man, because I watched, uh, I listened to um, the. Uh, I'm promoting another freaking podcast but the nerdist podcast mm -hmm. um and he was on an episode and it was like an hour and 15 minutes and it was really just like a, a a journey into keanu's mind and the way this guy thinks he is out there oh yeah like this guy is out there so it's like you see him in these movies right and you're like oh he's such a cool dude man i want to hang out with him but then you like hear him talking like who the fuck is this guy like he's out <laughs> of his mind yeah right like i had no idea so i so i spoke to somebody at my job who actually I found out worked with Keanu Reeves on a film. And I was like, yo man, what's the deal with this guy? Like, what's he like? And he's like, Oh, he's super weird, man. But like, he's a really nice guy, but he has like moments. I'm like, well, you gotta like, what do you mean by moments? He's like, well, like the other day, like on one on, on the set, he just came up to me and he was like, he's like, yo, Hey man, um, I need something from my pens. And they were like, <laughs> what? And he was like, I need something to put my pens in. And they were like, they were like, all right, man, we'll get you like, so they got him like a cup for his pens. He's like, thanks, man. Now I have something to put my pens. <laughs> so, so, it's like, so it's so weird. And then like, he tells me that like, I had no idea, but Ren, you pretty like, you knew about this. Yeah. I, he's, he's like a, like a hardcore smoker. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Oh. And apparently he's bordering on like an alcoholic. And hardcore smoker of cigarettes. Of cigarettes. Like, but I'm sure he does weed eat. too. But I mean like. But he also, uh, the story that I just think needs to be told because it was amazing, and I've told Ren this already. Oh, yeah. And I've told you, he was on the set one day, and the, the dude that I was talking to said, oh, yeah, dude, he had like a really bad, bad moment on the set. And I was like, what happened? He's like, well, one day he got hammered in his trailer. And he was like smoking up a storm, and like they were like, yo, man, like we, we need to start. Like he, 
he, they kept asking him to come out of the trailer and he, he came out of the trailer like fucked up. And he was like, he's like, and he literally like had like a bottle in his hand. And he just put up like two middle fingers, to everybody in the set. And he was like, fuck you. He's like, you can't do this without me. Fuck you. And he like, and he went into his trailer and like slept for like nine hours. And they were like, well, he's right though. Like we can't do anything without him. And so, and then like, he goes the next day, dude, he just like came out and he was like, Hey, what's up? Like nothing happened. But I mean, what a baller, but also, a fucking asshole sometimes. It sounds, but I just love this guy, man. It sounds to me like he smokes two plus packs a day yeah. just to deal with himself. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this, if you if you get a chance, like definitely check out the episode with Keanu Reeves. It's worth listening to. You really get to see, like find out more about this guy. Did Ren, he get anything? Check it out his, if you haven't listened to it. Did he get anything to keep his pencils in? Yeah, it was like he a cup. Did. No, he got something for his pens, but what about his pencils? Probably the same thing, man. I don't yeah, know, I don't man. Know. You can't keep the so. pencils with the pens. Yeah, he doesn't have know. pencils. You can erase those. That's fleeting. He likes permanence. <laughs> <laughs> Free your mind. <laughs> Fuck lead. So, oh man. Well, with with that being said, that's that's what's going on with Keanu Reeves. I'm I'm look I'm super excited to check out replicas because uh, he's just super watchable. Uh, and, and I can't wait to check it out, man. It looks interesting. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a second. Hell yeah. Supply and demand investing, where not all investments are created equal. Yo, Cooley, you want to play a game of Would You Rather? Hell yeah. All right, man. Would you rather invest in JetBlue at 0% or Delta Airlines at 2.44% over the course of three years? Yo, JetBlue seats are mad comfortable. I'm going to go with JetBlue. All right, guys, so Cooley chose JetBlue. So to check out the results, check out supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash Redbeard. Supply and Demand Investing is here to offer guidance when it comes to investing. Whether you want to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds, Supply and Demand Investing is here to help. And unlike the buy-and-hold method of investing of the past, Supply and Demand Investing is comparative to any good sports team. There are good times to play offense by investing your hard-earned money in things like the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, real estate, or international equity. And there are times to play defense by investing in fixed income, higher dividend-paying assets like bonds, CDs, or cash. So check out supplyanddemandinvesting.com redbeard. We are back, baby. We are fucking back. We are back. Classic. Yo, guys, believe it or not, I'm walking on air, man. All right. I never thought I could be this free. <laughs> These are lyrics. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? The greatest American hero is back, brother. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm nice. souped. All right. Souped. <laughs> I thought you had moon boots on. I was like, I want moon boots. Yeah, I want to fly yeah, on air. Seriously. Yo. Yo, it's the shit. I love it. I grew up on this shit. I don't know if any of you have ever watched the original, but The Greatest American Hero is one of the best 80s serialized shows on television. All right. Yeah. I mean, I know I know of it. I wasn't I wasn't a big watcher of it because I was young when it was on. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you're you're pumped. I can see it in your face. So. (laughs) So what about you, Jim? I knew literally nothing about the show. Okay, Ren. I think 
the new one looks like garbage. Looks like how do you know it looks like garbage? <laughs> they haven't started it's, filming it yet. It sounds like garbage, rather. I haven't seen a trailer or anything. Yo, I do. Ren be shitting on lots of shit. It sounds I was like just gonna like, say, Ren, I wanted like, to just at go. least I wait for a trailer or some shit. I no. wanted to say this no. dude. What do you like? <laughs> when no, we I used love, to make good her. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Have, I love do you her. have a Netflix subscription? It's one out of every seventy-five shows is, is okay. The rest is all just garbage. On Netflix? On Netflix. It's all just to sit your fat kid in front of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have the opposite experience on Netflix. Please please enlighten me. You're seeing like the one in 75 being good because it's all your little like superhero things. Do you know know who you are? Do you know me? (laughs) Do you just like garbage? I watch everything. Yeah, I you, I watch, you watch all the Bollywood, all the Korean I mean, no, shows, I, all the Japanese I shows. I don't love everything, but I watch everything. Yeah, but you don't love everything. I'm talking about right. there being a lot of trash on Netflix. Right, but I'm saying like it's not one in seventy five that's good though. Like I, mean, they, I, I, I think obviously Netflix rocks that shit. So tell me why this is garbage though. Why? Okay, one the girl's just a Kristen Ritter bootleg bitch. She looks so bland and uninteresting. Every photo of her just looks like the second after she farted. Dude, is she looking at the same bitch? Uh, this girl? The Hannah Samo. Yeah, look at her. She's just like... She's nothing like Kristen Ritter. That is not Kristen she, Ritter. She's like... <laughs> Chris, like, if you wanted Gal Gadot, but then Kristen Ritter popped out. It's like one of those penny presses and you put oh it on Gal Gadot. But it, it's just Kristen like, Ritter comes out. I see exactly out. what you're talking about when you said that. <laughs> you wanted Gal Gadot, but just got Kristen Ritter. Oh, God. She's I'm just like, like a C-list looking broad. and Oh, my goodness. Well, you're a dude, so you're like, oh, fuck anything. You said you'd fuck Jennifer Lawrence, and she looks like a fat, <laughs> gross maid. Like, she just looks <laughs> terrible. She does not look that like I didn't say I'd fuck her. I just said maid. I wouldn't kick her out of bed. All right. I mean, I, I'm with you on that. I don't think yeah. she's unattractive. Exactly. I'm, I'm saying, I've seen unattractive. I'm saying bit. we pay these women, though, to look good. Like, Yo, I'm saying Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> looked all right, mother. <laughs> she had her clothes ripped off. I'm just saying, like, oh it was God. disturbing what was actually happening. But I mean, Jennifer, hey, <laughs> I like that you though, focused on that. You were like, yeah. Even though I hated that movie, it was garbage. I honestly, uh, I and I, even though a lot of people say she was a horrible friggin' Mystique, um, I still didn't have a problem when she was on screen as Mystique. That's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say. But listen, so, I mean, so greatest so because, American hero. But be, hold on, but because. She's how she looks is why you think the show's gonna be garbage. No, it's just because it just seems like another like ABC one season kind of show. Like we're gonna do a reboot, but we're not gonna put a lot of money into it. We're gonna get an actress who's just gonna be meh, and it it is what it is. It's a one season show. I, I'm uh, I don't one, see that one season as of now though. They might do more of it. I'm saying it's going to be bad where it's like the ratings are terrible, so it's discontinued. Oh, okay. That's your, okay. I missed you on that. Okay. I get what you're saying. So it's going to be once. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. So, the, so yeah. <laughs> so the original, right? It's about a dude. He's a teacher at a high school. Um, gets this super suit that was meant for somebody else. Yeah. Um, and he loses the instructions because mm-hmm. there are instructions included. And it was given to. Uh, it was supposed to be going to like this FBI agent mm-hmm. and um, 
it was given to an earthling to give them the ability to like protect the planet right it right, was it right. was something that it was a gift from aliens yeah right so he gets this super suit loses the instructions and when he puts it on he gets these abilities he can fly he's super strong he's bulletproof he's kind of like superman in a way but he's like mad goofy and 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 like can't control the thing he doesn't know how to fly because he he doesn't have the instructions he jumps up in the air and he flies like a like a goofball and it's like it was it was funny but it was also like really good superhero action and 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 like he actually like helped these kids out a lot and like he had this group of kids that were like they were like the loser kids like like the sweat hogs if you will mm-hmm. um and like they all looked up to him and he like gave them something to to strive for and made them into better people and at the same time like made the world a better place as the greatest american hero uh so they're rebooting it now and you have Hannah Simone who i think is actually not a bad actress she's funny and she looks good those are three things that you just said ren that are not true but i am saying that they're true uh so that's the power of opinion and <laughs> and i will say that i think that i think it can i think this can be a very special show it sounds to me like they are going to be doubling down on the comedic aspect of this show yes and I do think I don't remember her name. I feel terrible, but the the main character that Hannah they have Simone. chosen, Hannah Simone. Thank you. Um, I do think Hannah Simone is attractive, but on the other side, I feel like they chose the less funny of all the characters from a new girl. Yeah. So it's hard to gauge what she's going to bring to the table. All right. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I was never a fan of the original, but I'm willing to check out this this show and see, you know, what what happens. I mean, it was never something that was on my radar, nor did I really know the 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 original show well. But I check it out, man. She has to be a lead, though. The thing is, she has to carry this show as the lead person, mm-hmm. and I just think it's gonna flop. It's one of those shows where I mean, there's a lot of stuff that gets released on TV that flops. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, I just feel like they throw stuff out there to see what happens. Like, can I be honest with you? I think that the show uh, Scandal. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that that's still on TV. As good as it is, it's also like it's super cheesy, like drama soap opera ish. You know what I mean? Like. I call the endings the most episodes before they happen because they're that easy to guess. But the only reason why it's still on is because, you know, you have great actresses in it and mm-hmm. it's also Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. I mean, and she's basically got her whole network of shows with Grey's Anatomy and, uh, you know, How Harry to Get Away Washington with Murder. Washington is a bad bitch. She, she looks is, real man. good. But, but I mean, because of that, it's based off her network that she's hosting. So mm-hmm. but it's kind of like the, a win. It's a win win for her. Here's one of the biggest reasons I think it's going to succeed, though, is because of the team that's behind it. They they are the ones that are behind Fresh Off the Boat, which I freaking love. Not a fan, dude. It's a dope ass show. It's yeah, not a I fan. It it's all based on a nationality and making fun of the stereotype of that. They're going to have to base this Y'all on don't a girl watch, in a you, space suit. You must not watch the show because it has nothing to do with their nationality. That entire show is just about a family living in the 80s. 
I don't the know, fresh man. off the there boat. Are, yeah, they are, make fun of the stereotype the whole entire show. That's Even not true. the writers and the actresses the, and actors themselves. You guys themselves. are so white. Not true. There are there are some episodes that focus on it, like because they have like Chinese New Year or something like that, because it's something that's actually interesting that they can do that's funny. And there was actually an episode that had to do with um, the uh, why they choose American names. They Americanize their names to make it easier for people to. They had a whole say, episode based on the fact that Chinese people hand wash dishes, and they were like, "What the hell is a washing uh, dishwasher?" That was like, that. That wasn't because of that. They they had an episode where the the mother didn't want them using the dishwasher because it was going to waste electricity. Because the mother's a frugal mother. It's just like Terry Terry Crews. She's frugal. Yeah, but that's also... It's just like Terry Crews and Everybody Hates Chris. That's a stereotype, though, Yeah, bro. they're making like, fun of the stereotype. The, these writers are all Asian because they're like... They also do that... They also do that... Not to cut you off. They also yeah. do that with Blackish. I mean... Yeah. But I don't want to... Yo, Blackish, I watched... <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Blackish, I watched. <laughs> and, and Blackish, I stopped watching after the first season. I've been told that I should go back to it because they changed that. Yeah. And I've been thinking about like giving it another shot, but... Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's absolutely true. But I mean, I've actually watched, I've watched Fresh Off the Boat for a long time, and there's actually people that I know, that and and this sounds like this is the worst thing that I can say. I know Asian people that watch the fucking show, mm-hmm. and they don't they, like they don't think that it's like stereotypical. They couldn't watch Blackish, the Asian friends that I have couldn't watch Blackish because it, Blackish was all about stereotypes. This one they could watch because they said it has nothing to do with that. And, and a lot of the shit that they did on the show are actually true and not about stereotypes. You said that this show is going to be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I almost feel no, like... No, I, I don't think it's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be on ABC. Oh, it's going to be on ABC. Yeah. Then that completely changes anything that I was about to say. So, you know, it's funny, though, because it's like you say that, man. But, like, that was my issue with Blackish, not to get on a whole other thing. But it's like I can't listen to George Lopez because he is the most racist comedian when it comes to white people. It's like, dude, I get it. Like you're Latino and like you want to talk shit about white people, but like every single time he fucking comes on, it's it's like, yo, what's up? I'm George Lopez, blah blah blah, whatever I'm gonna talk about. But here's the thing about white people. I'm like, nah, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Like, it, that's a thing. But like, over over, you gotta be a. Um, I feel like the sign of a good comedian is to be funny about a lot of things, not just one thing, and that's what he is to me. And. Like, uh, you know, and I feel like that's the kind of vibe that I got when I watched the first season of Blackish. I was like, man, this is getting old, like very quick to the point where it's not funny anymore. It's just annoying, mm. you know, and that's why I stopped watching it. And I like Anthony Anderson. I really do. Right. And I like Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, they're great actors. But, but like, with Fresh Off the Boat, it's like you got you got episodes that are that are straight up like there was an episode about uh, the Shaquille O'Neal fighting game. Yeah. The whole episode was about that. Like it was it's just about a family living in the 90s. And like yes, because they're Asian, there are some Asian things that they throw into it, but it's not like focused on that. It's not like well, blackish. Yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll, I mean I I don't watch the show so I don't know, but I mean, I'll leave it at this. I'll just say that, you know, I'm I'm sure that you're right to some aspect, but I feel like um if you're not familiar with it and you've only watched a couple of the first like episodes when it came out, like it was primarily like a Asian stereotype like in every joke to the point where I was like, Oh, it's just like blackish. I think I'm done. Mm. You know, it wasn't for me. Um, plus there were other things on TV that I just wanted to watch more than that. I think that's what it really came down to. Right. You know, but, um, but like I said, I mean, back to the original thought, um, you know, definitely wormhole podcast. I think, um, you know, I will check out that show. I'll give it a shot. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I, the, 
at least check out the first one. I'll let you borrow the DVD. I have the whole I have the whole series on DVD. All right, word. Yeah, word. Um, because I don't have it on Blu-ray. I don't know why, but <laughs> now everything's gonna be downloadable anyway, man. So, but um, in other news, uh, speaking of Netflix and series and stuff, I mean, Kung Fury was a huge uh, half hour special or half hour uh, show movie that basically turned into a phenomenon on Netflix where it was just a, a half hour thing about parodying everything of in the eighties, um, which, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious. And, and it you, was absolutely ridiculous. It was phenomenal to the point where like the beginning of the film is like your screen looks like it's a VHS tracking. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just, and it says tracking on the screen. I mean, I thought that was brilliant. Um, but down to the clothes, down to the characters, down to the stupid lines, the one-liners, and like everybody is just like a stereotype, you know, the traditional like jock, and then the guy who knows karate, yeah. you know. Uh, but he's, <laughs> yeah, it was just great. So, uh, but the big thing is that they're actually making a full-length feature film about this, and Michael Fassbender is set to actually play the lead, which... I'm a big fan of Michael Fassbender. Uh, when I found out that he was doing this, I was kind of surprised. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, cool, man. Like that's cool, but, but, why? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Michael Fassbender is like a two-time nominee Academy Award. Like you're doing Kung Fury, but I think he's smart though because he knows a lot of people are gonna watch this and it's gonna do better than Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so, Yo, that's easy though. Yeah, I know it is. That's mad easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> But like who went to, I think you might, did, are you the only one that went to go see that? I saw it with Jim and we oh. both hated it. Yeah. So Assassin's you and, Creed. Oh, so you and awful. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. We both went to go see that. I, I think that was it. <laughs> so <laughs> do, do, I mean, Ren. It was only in the theaters for two Yo, hours. So, so yeah. based on that information, even if nobody else, but everybody at this table watches it, it's already going to have more viewers. Hell yeah, man. And you are against Michael Fassbender. Does it have anything to do with his looks? Because I know that you find him attractive. You've yeah, no, he's he's super sultry. Yeah. But I think for the main character, it's a weird choice. Mm-hmm. It's a super weird choice because when you think 80s, you think of over-exaggerated things like, hey, uh, uh, and yeah, like yeah. seeing Michael Fassbender who played like Magneto <laughs> and other like... <laughs> Very stern and like, oh, I can't even do well, the did, did, you find, <laughs> did you find something that said what role he was going to play in it? Because I didn't see. It, it, it just said lead, lead role. He's oh, cast as a lead role. But I, with that being David said. David Hasselhoff's going to be in it too. As I was going to say, I think they're doing, they're kind of, he knows it's going to be a joke. I mean, because it's. Putting him in a lead role, I think, just makes sense because of the people that are going to be surrounding him. They're all become, they become parodies of themselves. You got right. David Hasselhoff. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is going to be in this, which he has to be because he's an 80s icon. But I mean, right. I just feel like putting him in a lead role makes everybody else look more ridiculous, which I think is what they're going for. I guess so. Like, Fassbender has the look, but Tom Hiddleston makes more sense as far as personality-wise to me. I'm surprised they didn't bring anybody in from the original, which is what made this what it was. I think well, Danny Sandberg's going to be. Yeah. In it. he's reprising his role, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm but not s- everybody. Not everybody's coming back. Well, we don't know yet. I mean, there's there's more there's more that's going to come out about this as time goes on. Yeah, it's in uh, talks right now. So. Yeah, they're they're in the middle of getting everything together and getting ready to start pre production and shit. So, um, like once 
it gets rolling, there's going to be a lot of news coming out about it, and we're going to be able to like you know keep up on that and let everybody know what's going on as we find out. But um, as of right now, the only thing that I was uh, you know souped about was that he was going to be in it, uh, Fastbender, and uh, what's his name there, Hasselhoff <clears throat> and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I'm stoked about this. And Sandberg, David Sandberg as well. Because Come yeah. Fury really one, was one of those little things on Netflix that I watched because I was bored and I wanted to kill 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I ended up falling in love with it. Right. I thought it was a great caricature of 80s nostalgia. And the fact that they're coming out with a movie is excitement personified for me. Right. I can't wait to see them expand on this. I hope it stays in that jokey, campy vein yeah. that the that the short is. I love that Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. I will say Michael Fassbender, respect him as an actor. I'm just a small amount leery because I've never really seen him in a comedic role. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to expect from him. And that's not to say that people can't do that. Jeff Daniels was not was not a comedian in any way, shape, or form. And then he did Dumb and Dumber and blew it away. I can tell that. I can tell that he has it in him, though. Like, from the, the stuff that he's been in, there have been, like, moments where he's had, like, you know, those, like, you know, those comedic, like, one-liners or whatever. Has or, he like, had an SNL episode? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, I, think I was he thinking that. SNL was he all right point. on it? Does anyone remember? That's not a wow, good thing. That yeah, that we don't remember. That. We that's weren't like, oh man, remember that funny joke? But then again, there's a lot of people that have been on SNL that I forget about, and it's not because they're not good at what they do. It SNL sometimes, sucks. Sometimes. sometimes, sometimes it does. Like there are times, there are times where they knock it out the park, and the writing is amazing. And My favorite episode of all time is Ryan Phillippe, and he is not a funny person, but that whole episode killed right. it. It's all about it's all about the writing and and what the what the skits are and if they don't capitalize on certain things and they don't actually give you a, a great skit mm-hmm. then it's it's all about that and like you're not gonna have a memorable episode for that for that actor or, or right. singer or whoever it is uh, I mean I know what's his name there uh, twenty four karat gold what's his name twenty four oh Bruno Mars yeah. <laughs> Yeah, twenty four karat magic. Yeah, yeah, that dude. yeah. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, that dude, uh, Bruno Mars, had like one of my favorite episodes. Really? Well, it was like he was singing a Pandora, which was great. Yeah, yeah that was excellent. I, I mean, liked... I, I will say, but you got people like, uh, like uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh my god, was I was just there. gonna say that with the Jesus Christ Unchained. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like he was, but but even with that, even though like some of the stuff he did on SNL was funny. I felt like he was so underused. He's yeah. such a talented actor. Oh, like he's do something so with this good. guy. Right. You know? So, but, and I think that that's possibly what, yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't even know if Michael Fassbender was on SNL. I honestly don't know. No, I agree with um, you, Cooley though, is that with Saturday Night Live, you have a short time for preparation. Mm-hmm. You have these writers who find out who the host is. And then it's like, oh shit, we got to try and come up with stuff for the host right. that we can work with. And if you don't, see anything comedic from that guy it's hard to start writing comedic roles for someone that has that is not known for comedy mm-hmm. you know what's funny you, you i think um it's all it, when they do things that are completely unexpected uh for instance one of the things i can revert as an example or go back to would be um uh david s pumpkins with tom hanks is that thing was so weird that Tom Hanks didn't want to do it. 
he like turned it down. He's like, can you just give this to somebody else? Like, I don't want to do it. And they were like, no, like it's just, it's going to work. Like you should, you should do it. We want you to do it. If they had given that to anybody else, it wouldn't have worked, but it's because it's Tom Hanks and 90% of people know Tom Hanks as a serious actor and forget that Tom Hanks got his start doing comedy. And like Tom Hanks is a hilarious actor. So like when he took this on, his like comedic sense came out and he actually made this really funny and made it his own. And I've been saying for a long time that they need to actually, Tom Hanks need to stop doing like Spielberg shit, like the post, like it's great, man. Like, cool. We get it. Like you're a phenomenal actor and you want to tell a story that counts, but like, dude, like it's okay to step out of that zone for a little bit and like do something funny. You know, because I feel like every time I see a Tom Hanks movie, it's like, this is just a guy looking for an Academy Award. You know, like, do yeah, something funny, man. Yeah, I, I get that. But I mean, at the same time, the minute you go down that rabbit hole, everybody wants to cast you as a comedic actor. Not necessarily, it, though. Yes. No, because once he because once they found out that he was actually Forrest Gump, they were like, okay, dramatic roles. So you could he could flip. Like, nobody's going to forget that he's a, a phenomenal, like, a dr- dramatic actor, and he has all these Academy Awards to prove it. Just because he does a couple, com- like, comedies, people aren't going to forget that he's also amazing at drama. Like, they'll, they'll be able to cast him as something else. But I feel like, dude, like, use, use the, the, the... Not everybody can be funny, you know? And, uh, I mean, and this is just going back to... Who's to say Michael Fassbender can't be funny? We don't know yet. But um, with that being said, uh, we'll be back in a second. So next up is uh, something I really want to talk about. You can probably hear how excited I am in my voice. Um, So... Everybody who listens to this fucking podcast knows that I am obsessed with Predator and Alien. Um, We just don't talk about it a lot. But anyway, um, I was on YouTube today and trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this movie. Um, And uh, it's set to be released in August and then September. So who the hell knows? Uh, Because nobody that is in charge of this movie has their shit together, apparently. Um, But anyway... um, I I came upon this YouTube video where they explained pretty much in detail like how this movie is going to go and the plot and uh, everything that they talked about got me more and more pissed off um, because, you know, and and I think everybody at this table can relate to it. uh, And, you know, you guys, Ren and Cooley especially, have been very verbal about having somebody take something that you're passionate about in comics and then shitting all over it and not doing it right. Yep. (laughs) And that is exactly what's happening with this. Um, I've been a big fan of the alien versus predator comics. Uh, I've read all of them. And so me and my cousin have, and when the first one came out, we were psyched and I left the theater, like wanting to kill somebody. Um, and the second one came out and it was probably a little bit better, but it was still horrible. And now they're doing, um, they did another Predators movie called Predators, which Adrian Brody was in. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't that good either. Um, And I was hoping that with this movie called The Predator, um, Shane Black is actually directing it. Uh, Shane Black, is he played Hawkins in the original Predator. Um, He was the, the first one to go. The first one to go. So the fact that he was actually taking on this project 
gave me a little bit of hope that it was going to be done right. Um, but the script was not written by him. Uh, but I know that he actually like obviously knows about the script and how things are going to go down because he's the director. But I can't believe after if, if what this guy on YouTube said is true and how this movie is going to go, I can't believe that he's actually allowing this to happen. Um, I have so much on my head right now that I don't even know where to start. Um, you guys kind of have an outside perspective. So just throw some stuff out that jumped out at you and, and I will respond to it and we'll just talk about it. Cause I don't even know where to begin. Well, do we want to prepare people for what you've heard on? This? I mean, these are, these are spoilers guys. I mean, like we're going to be talking about like spoilers, but nobody technically really knows if this is the way that it's going to go. But there was a script that leaked online and I'm assuming this is what this guy's going off of. Um, so with that being said, this isn't really it. a this isn't really a spoiler warning. It's more just like a fucking warning. Like like yeah, a yeah. warning of what's to come. Like don't don't worry about getting spoiled because you're probably not going to go and see this if you're a hardcore predator fan. You're going to go see it but then you're going to be like very disappointed if this is the I, way it goes. I don't know if I'm going to go see it. Are you are you going to go see it anyway? I have to see it, bro. I have to yeah. see it. I'm going to see it probably multiple Cause, times. Cuz you know what happened when uh when they did uh Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. I boycotted that shit. Right, right. I mean, I have to see this just because I I mean, like technically I'm support I'm supporting Shane Black, but I'm also probably going to like not support him and do some weird shit on his Twitter <laughs> if this movie's that bad, but whatever. So, so go have at it. Okay. Like, let's do this. So here are some things that we found out is supposed to be in the new predator movie, which is they are going to lean towards comedy in this movie yeah. that there's going to be uh, predator animal hybrids mm -hmm. that they're going to multiple. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. there's going to be multiple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different ones. Spider predators. Because Predator was and fucking hilarious. Predators. Dog first predators. Movies. And so that let's make it funny. And that they're going to they're going to befriend. There's going to be predators that are like living amongst the humans. And they're Defectors. friends with them. You're going to have predators speaking English. Yeah. So, well, no, they're not speaking English. But, well, there's it's going through to a, translator, a translator like Star Trek. Which, yeah, okay. They're going to translate. So like okay. a Stephen Hawking kind yeah, of thing. Well, apparently like this kid that's in the movie is like autistic and he's super good at like learning languages. That's what they said in this thing. Yes. And because of that, he acts as a translator for the predators because, because I guess you're autistic and you're smart, uh, very smart. You can translate a language that no one knows. Like, that's what they're basically saying. Like, he's, you know, how some people, because they're autistic, they're very, very smart mm. in other ways. That's what they're saying in this trailer. They're like, oh, he's, because of his autism, this part of his, like, this part of his brain is, is where he, is, he excels, right? And he's super smart, and he's the translator for this, which made no sense to me. I just don't understand how that even makes sense. So it sounds to me like you're pissed off that an autistic person is in this show. No, I'm not pissed at all. I just, I just feel like that's a lame excuse for, for how they, they, the, the translator happens. So there's going to be, so there's going to be a lot of comedy mm -hmm. in this movie. There's going to be predators using, uh, human weapons. What's that? What the hell is that? Puking. 
Am I not supposed to talk over this? Oh, somebody was throwing. Well, oh, yeah. I got you. So there's going to be. They show predators riding tanks. Uh, they said that a predator is going to have like a submachine gun. So okay. So it, a lot of things being mentioned. Well, Let's take a step back. So first of all, so so first of all, let me. The whole thing about the translation is a little weird to me, right? If you're going to have a machine do the translation, like fine, like I can accept that. But when you say that there is a child who is going, I'm going to talk about it. There is a child who is autistic and he uh, is, they said that he, he's very smart with uh, being able to decipher languages. And this is how they, the, how they translate what the predator is saying made no sense to me. If you, I don't care what, what kind of person this is. You're translating a language that no one knows. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel like that's not going to be explained. And that's one plot hole. The other thing too, is they have, uh, these, the predators are, there's two of them that they've, that they've befriended that these people are working with that they lock up. And then at night they allow the predators to go out and hunt, uh, to, to kind of like basically fulfill their, their need to hunt. Right. And then I guess they just decide to like come back into the cage at the zoo at the end of the night and like, and whatever, I mean, that made no sense to me. They also, uh, they, they, you, yeah, they arm, they sit on top of tanks and fire machine guns, which made no sense to me. Yeah. The, even they though they still have their, their cannons, even though they have plasma cannons yeah. and they said that I, yeah, the guy goes and I guess the plasma cannons weren't powerful enough <laughs> that they have to use machine guns. <laughs> They're using advanced alien technology that is not better than a machine gun. Right. Um, so they're like, shit, this machine gun's really nice. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is supposed to take place um, in, you know, uh, modern day world. Um, and there's just so many things that that when they he throws out all these different plot lines, I just don't see how this is all going to meet up to make any kind of sense. You know, it just it just seems like a, a friggin' trash can fire. I want this guy to be wrong so bad. I'm hoping that he is. Like, I'm hoping that, like, a lot of this shit is wrong. Because I just can't see these, I can't see a predator on a tank. I can't do it. He's on a tank, firing a machine gun. I saw it. I'm hoping that's, like I said before, I'm hoping that's just like some dude's picture where they're hanging out on the on the set, like, and somebody took like a goof photo. You mm. know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm hoping. Is this a predator movie or is this like um Wayne's brother scary movie Dude, predator I'm telling movie? You. I, I mean, that's honestly what it seems like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. The first thing that I thought of when I heard about all of this stuff, when I heard about the comedy and that aliens are going to be using modern day weapons and just the whole fact that the, in this movie, the world is aware of predators and they've built an area 52 to kind of harness their weaponry and use it to combat them. You know what this instantly made me think of, which makes me feel so bad for you. Can I guess? Can I guess? You can. You can. Is yeah. it the is it the freaking scene where the aliens in Independence Day are shooting the guns? It it reminds me so much of just Independence Day resurgence. Yeah. In general, Ooh, and I love Independence Day, but Independence Day resurgence ruined everything. It killed the franchise, and. That's the only thing that's going on in my head is they are turning the Predator into Independence Day and they are flat out going to kill this franchise. 
You know, but I think that's what frustrates me is like, dude, you got the dude who was in the original Predator. He knows why it worked. He's seen Predator 2. You know why these AVP movies failed. You were in the movie that worked and is an iconic movie. Why are you doing it so differently and intentionally fucking it up? That makes no sense to me. If you're in the movie and you were there when they filmed it, you should have all of the reasons in the world to do this the correct way. But you are shitting on it. Yeah, it's like, yo, Shane, you know what we should do? We should have, like, one predator, and he shows up, and he's, like, hunting down, like, uh, the rock. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, and, and Shane's just like, nah, B. Nah. You know what we're going to do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have predators on tanks. We're going to have predators with M60s. We got, we're going to have motherfuckers wearing predator masks that work for them because they work on human being faces. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have dogs that get brain damage and actually befriend the human autistic child that can listen and understand predators and talk to them. Yo, this shit's going to be off the fucking hook. <laughs> you I down? Mean, you I down? Throw in a few be laughs like, for me, pass too. Me, oh. Pass me the motherfucking joint you're smoking, Shane Black, please, because I want to be down. Dude, I, I just, I'm telling you, man, it sounds like a trash can fire. And like, Ren, what do you think, man? I really want to know what you think. Cause you didn't even get through the whole YouTube oh. video, but like, seriously, what's going on in your head? Cause I know that I just really need to hear what you think about this. Straight garbage, like straight garbage. The, well, I couldn't make it through the video mostly because the droning British narrator, Yeah, but it was just like. A weird fan fiction. Like if you asked a 12-year-old who'd seen one like Predator movie, like, oh, what would you do? And he's like, oh, someone like me who has trouble learning, but he befriends aliens and the aliens have a tank and he has lots of protectors around him, like lots of big dudes with guns. And like, that's what it sounded like. I was like, Nope, all of this sounds terrible, and it was written by a twelve-year-old. Like, not That's exactly interested. What it sounds like, man. I mean, I think the other thing that really bothers me is like you. So, just going back to what I said, like you have Predator One. It's a staple, right? Like everybody loves that movie. It's fucking awesome. And then you have Predator Two with Danny Glover, which is actually a really good Predator movie. It was done well. Kevin Peter Hall um, played. The, the Predator in both one and two. And then he passed away because he got AIDS from a blood transfusion. So sucks. Right? Wow, throwing that out Just there. saying, that's why, wow, yeah, that's why he hasn't done Predator, AIDS, right? AIDS, the viral Predator. He was also, oh my God. He, he did Monsters. He played Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. Like this guy was like legit, man. He was the original Andy Circus. Yeah, he was. And he was super talented and he died. And the only, of AIDS. The only time you'll actually see him in a film is at the very end of the first Predator movie, he is the black guy in the helicopter that sees the explosion. That's Kevin Peter Hall's cameo. But you, I'm just saying, like, you know, you have a guy who, who has been in these movies and knows why they work and chooses to do the exact opposite. Um, and I think what really frustrates me is they put so much time and energy into doing the alien films the right way to some extent, but they take no... They, they take no sense of uh they don't give a shit about this and i think no. that's what bothers me it's like the alien franchise is great because of sigourney weaver and i get that but you also had two great actors in these other predator movies and this could be a really good movie and they just don't seem to care and i don't understand it 
I got two things that that are just throwing me for a fucking loop right now. One, he also says that people in the movie refer to these creatures as predators. Right. Why? No, I mean, it makes Because sense. they've seen the original movies. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying, right? Because they were never called predators before. They were just like aliens. They were they were monsters that were hunting humans. And like, nobody called it, oh, the predator's after me. Like, it was like, you just had this, this humanoid creature chasing you down. And that was the whole movie. But it was called The Predator. I mean, I guess the only reasoning of that is because like, yeah, they're an apex hunter. They are after you. You are the prey. They are predators. Like, I get it. But it's a little cheesy to actually call them by that name. Right, in the movie. And then also on top of that, they've, they've obviously found a way to communicate with them. They have two predators like that are working with them. So they've communicated with these things and they know, they have to know what they're called. So to continue to call them predators is the same thing as, uh, you know, people calling Native Americans Indians. You know I honestly I mean? feel like it would have been so easy. Like, dude, you huh. look, at the, look at one of the comics... <laughs> The, yeah. Look at one of the comics, and the predator breed is called Yatuja. It's Y A T U G A. Yatuja. That's what it is. It's the Yatuja clan, and they literally could not figure that out or use that like at all. Right. It's a, it's a weird friggin' name, but I mean, I would know that stupid shit. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, you couldn't have used that instead of predators. Right. And but then the other the other thing is. That uh, hold on, fuck, I lost it. I don't know. I had, I had. We'll add it to this. It's I had fine. two really good things. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. The name of this movie is called The Predator. Yeah, even though there's multiple predators. Yeah, which makes you think that it's gonna be like, a, it, it, when I heard when I heard the title, when you said the title a while ago, I was like, oh shit, we're getting back to basics. Yeah, like one like, predator. Yeah, you got that one comes predator. in and like fuck shit up. Exactly. And then all of a sudden now it's like it's not the predator. It's like a bunch of fucking predators in this movie. Like, why are you throwing me off with the title? Yeah, I you know, it's funny that uh, I mean, you guys heard this as well as I did, that they actually have already used this film and done like test audiences for shit. And I guess like predator fans like either really like the comedy or like straight out hated it. And I feel like if you are a fan of any of these movies, this cannot be funny. Like the only, the only way that it can be funny is if you use the same timing that Bill Paxton had in Predator 2. He was funny because he was an overconfident asshole cop. You actually find out he's a nice guy, but he was just like, he was a dumbass. And that's why he was funny, right? But I mean, you throw in some stuff like that, fine. I mean, I get that. But like saying that there's a lot of comedy in this film, it, there's no place for it. There's just no place for it. I, I don't know, man. I just like, I watched this, I got super disappointed. Um, I really agree with Jim that I think it's going to be the end of the franchise. You know what I mean? I, I really like, wish that I'm wrong. I, I really do. I, I don't think you're wrong, man. I think this is it, dude. I, don't, I think after this, they're not going to do another one. I mean, think about the Alien movies. They've made uh, four with Resurrection, and then they also did... Um, the first one, Prometheus, Prometheus, and, and, and then Covenant. So that's six uh, six movies they've done. They've done two Predator movies that were great. AVP one and two. That's four. Both were shit. And now they're gonna do. And they did Predators. That was five, which was. Uh, and now they're gonna do six. So technically they've had the same amount, but at least there's some 
storyline with the other ones that, that you can follow. It's not this just just this disjointed pile of shit. So I'm surprised Disney didn't shut this shit down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because they own it now. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, mean, I think this was in pre-production before yeah. they actually took. But but I, I I'm thinking I'm thinking that if this fails because Disney now owns the rights, it may not be the end of it. It may not. You know what's funny though? It's like I look at this. I, I look at the cast, and I'm just kind of like, you know, I don't. There's Jake Busey, right? Jake Busey is the son of uh, Gary Busey, or brother, I think. No, uh, it's the son. It's the son. son. The son of Gary Busey, who who played Peter Keys in the first, in the second movie, mm-hmm. um, who was who was aware that the Predator existed and was there to try to capture him. So I'm. Wondering how this guy comes into play, and that I find interesting. Um, you also got Thomas Jane. I'm actually a fan of Thomas Jane. I didn't mind his his interpretation of the Punisher. Uh, as awful a movie as Deep Blue Sea was, I enjoyed his character in Deep Blue Sea. Um, I liked the the series Hung that was pretty good. I think he's a pretty good actor. I'm interested to see what he's going to do with this. Yvonne Strahovski, she was great in Dexter. Um, she was. They ended with her in Dexter. She was excellent. I think she'll do a great she job. She was awesome in Chuck. Right. You also got Chuck uh, was great. Keegan Michael Key, I think, is where the comedy's gonna come in. He's probably <laughs> gonna Yeah, he's probably gonna have those one liners, whatever. And but, then But Yvonne can do it too. She she's, can. She she's, can she was a com- she was a comedic actress in uh Chuck. Right. And then you got uh, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, whatever. Uh, a lot of people don't like her. I thought she was good in newsroom. I, I don't have a big problem with her. I feel like she you hate her, Ren. I think that she <laughs> She can do. I'm interested to see what she does with this. It's a very. When I saw that she was in it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't mean to derail you. Olivia Munn seems like that person that's very likable in the movies she's in, but she has to be like an unincredible bitch in real life. Oh, yeah. That's just how she comes across to me. I mean, I, I guess I, I don't know. I've I mean, heard I've heard that she's actually like fun to hang with. Like, well, she used to be on G four, man. She used to do like uh like video game shit mm-hmm. and like comics. Like she was she was all she would interview people. She interviewed um oh my god, dude, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. But and, again, it was very hit or miss, like give or take. Like it could be any girl. And it's again, just a that's girl position. Yeah, and that's in the that's spotlight. Her, I know what yes, you're saying. Exactly. So, um, no, but I, I mean, I've heard, I've read. Like from different like folks that you know she's actually like a pretty down to earth person that you know they she's just like a gamer chick like she's just a nerd yeah I mean the other the other thing you got going for this movie is uh, you got Alfie Allen in it who was in he's in Game of Thrones uh, the guy that like doesn't have his dick anymore like that guy oh yeah yeah I mean he's not a bad actor he's all right he's kind of annoying in Game of Thrones but that's his character Edward James almost I don't even understand what he's going to be in this film, but I'm interested to see like how he plays in. I just see him as maybe like a scientist or some shit. Um, but then the guy that sticks out to me that I never would have expected to be in this is Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Um, this guy is like killing it right now in, in this is us. He's was in uh, the people versus OJ. I killed guarantee, it. I Best character in that show. signed up for this before his acclaim. I guarantee you, you're right. And I, and I, I would have ne- like when I saw him in this, I was like, Oh shit. Well, this movie might actually be good, but I hope this doesn't derail his career. 
It, hell and, no. And I know it won't, no. but I but I mean, it's going to be one of those things like he's probably like he probably filmed this and is like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, he, he, is, I, he is too strong of a talent to like to lose out because of this film. Yeah, I mean, People versus OJ, phenomenal. And, and I can't say this, enough good things about him. And This Is Us, is he's excellent. This movie's not going to tank anybody's career. Uh, no. I, like, this movie's going to tank Predator, if anything. Yeah. I agree with Cooley on that. Like I think I think all the people that are that are lined up in this film, like nobody's gonna say Edward James almost is awful because he was in this film. Nobody's gonna say that Sterling K. Brown sucks now because he was in this movie. Nobody's gonna say uh Key isn't funny, uh or, or doesn't need to be in anything else because he was in this and it failed. It's it's gonna be what it is, and if it sucks, they're just not gonna work on Predator anytime soon. If I it, can, yeah, go ahead. If it ruins anybody's career, it's going to be that autistic kid. <laughs> He's apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> this guy Jacob Tremblay. This kid is supposed to be super talented. Oh, it's Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, that's who he is. Jacob Tremblay. He's a Canadian actor. Who the fuck is Jacob um, Tremblay? You know I, who he is. I honestly don't know him from anything. Um, but I'm looking at uh, a couple of movies. He was the kid in that movie Room that came out in 2015. He's, a, he's one of those, oh, like, yeah. the media loves him. Like, he has a Twitter and his parents pimp him out on the Twitter. Yeah. I he's, mean, he's got a lot of stuff going for him. I mean, he's had a pretty successful career so far as a child actor. Oh, that's who he is. Yeah. That's so, the kid from uh, the the kid with the messed up face. What's, yeah, Wonder. Wonder, yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah. face. Yep. That face, yep. Mm-hmm. Did you put that all up in my face for? Would you get all mad close with it? So, but regardless, <laughs> regardless, I, I, this is the only thing that I, the last thing I can end on right now is that um, there has been apparently, like I said earlier, a script that leaked online, and I usually do not do this, but uh, I am going to probably try to find it and actually read it, uh, just because uh, I really need to to just. I need to look at this man and uh, see if this guy on YouTube had his shit together, if he was just spouting out crap. But um, hopefully he's wrong, but he seemed to know what he was talking about. Plus, he has a British accent, which <laughs> makes him sound more fucking believable. But anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, Predator, hopefully it doesn't suck. Um, cheers to that, Jim. Does anybody have anything else they want to add to this fucking pile of shit that I was talking about? It's just it's gonna be trash. It's gonna be mm-hmm. absolute trash. Trailer park trash. Yep. Like, yeah. yeah. I, it felt terrible watching my beloved movie Independence Day go down the shitter with mm-hmm. resurgence. Yeah. And I don't want to wish that on anybody. No, it is. Who's a fan of something? And that's no. The the wishing stage is past. I'm, I'm, it's yeah. past. I'm very scared for you. Yeah, me too. I mean, like. If this gets a cinema opening, I will be so surprised. If this just isn't bought by like Netflix or Hulu as like a <laughs> TV shit show movie, I'll be so surprised. I mean, it it just if it's that's like, the case, you guys are all invited over to watch me fall into sadness as I watch it. It's like Star Wars. That, it's I'm like, probably gonna need friends around me when it's over. <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna say it's so. like Star Wars Episode Four shut down all the trash compactors on the detention level trash. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I got you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that being said, uh, you know, ending on a friggin' positive note, uh, <laughs> that's, that's it this week for the Red Beard Podcast. Does anybody have anything <laughs> else they want to talk about? I'm good. Word. Word. Don't contract shagus.
<laughs> what is Shaggis? No, no, hold on. Podcast, I know what podcast I know, extension. I know what haggis is. It's a Scottish like bread. No, it's not a bread. It's not oh, a bread. Sorry. It's not a bread. Oh, it's not we'll a bread. We'll talk about that after. Look it up, bro. Oh, it's gross. Uh, Shaggis is a terrible disease. Uh, contracted mostly in Latin America through uh, assassin bugs. So. Oh, that's good. Look that's it, look it up. Shit. I gotta look up assassin bugs. That shit sounds dope. It's terrible. They suck your blood and then they shit in the wound. Yo, I love them. You don't. Assassin I'm gonna bugs, make a dude. movie that about them. That sounds like my last boyfriend. The no, I, I want to write, write some shit about them, yo. <laughs> so, all right. Well, with that being said, yeah, don't contract that shit that Jim knows yo, a lot about. The assassin and, uh, bugs movie sounds more interesting than. The Predator. Man, shut the fuck up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys next week. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Beard Podcast. And remember, please make sure to like us on our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes to make sure you get all of our latest videos and episodes. And you can always find us and comment on anything we've talked about or what you'd like to hear at redbeardpodcast.com.